All right, peeps, welcome back. Thank you for joining us on the AEW Insider for our, this week's podcast. As always, I'm your host, Lee Benz. Uh, we got great videos last week. I did a wrestling video, and a day or two later, I did also a movie video. I did some movie reviews, did some wrestling coverage, what have you. So definitely, like I promised you, there'll be a podcast once a week, which is right here. This is the NXT TakeOver and SummerSlam Prediction Show, plus wrestling news. And then uh, the videos might be a little bit later. You know, it might be like instead of one or two, what have you. I'm definitely going to do a prediction video, and I'm going to do a result one when I get time, only because tomorrow night night we're going to cover uh house of glory's high intensity eight in jamaica new york for you guys for the aew insider so i got a lot a lot of stuff to edit to go over write what have you so it'll all be out but please just like subscribe share show us some love all right even though this is the takeover SummerSlam prediction show this is the aew insider which is all elite all the time so let's get to some aew news first this week's Road to All Out was excellent. It was an all-female episode and highlighted a few known and unknown ladies. They had a big announcement, which was the all-female Battle Royal buy-in, like they did in the last pay-per-view, but this time it's just all women. It will have 21 females entering by suit of which cards they draw. And as we know, AEW does not have 21 women on their roster. So there will be some surprises, old favorites, and unknown signees. Uh, they had the, they did the same thing as always. They had a dealer sitting at the uh, card table dealing out cards of people who were going to be in a tournament so they knew where they would stand. And it was none other than Jake the Snake Roberts, which was awesome. The first and biggest surprise for me was a wrestler called... Called Teal Piper, aka Roddy R- Rowdy Roddy Roddy. I can't even talk. I have to say Roddy Piper's daughter. You know who Roddy Piper is. She looks badass. She uses some of her dad's sayings, does some of her mannerisms, but she's going to be in AEW's Battle Royal. Uh, she looks like she's going to kick ass. I can't wait. Next day, they also announced indie star Eva Lise. She's another ass kicker. And last but not least, is a, I don't know if she's still NWA female champion. I thought she was, but according to this, maybe not unless she's bringing a belt with her. I didn't see it. Or it's ex-NWA female champ, but it is Jazz, WWE legend. And she actually shaved her head completely bald, and she has a mask now that she'll wear to the ring, not in the ring. She looks badass. Uh, this match legit could steal the whole show. I can't wait. They also highlighted AAA's wrestling show, uh, their biggest show of the year, which is Triplemania. It featured the Young Bucks, Omega, Cody Rhodes, and uh, ex-MMA fighter Cain Velasquez. He made his uh, debut. So getting to be the being the elite this week, it was the same thing. The whole episode was them just highlighting AAA's uh, uh, Mania event. It was from the pr- perspective, though, of the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. It was nothing special or cool, just behind-the-scenes stuff, which was awesome, but... Nothing like, uh, you know, uh, mind-bending. And also, it is insane how hard it is to order room service in Mexico. That's a good, that's worth the watch it for right there. 
Uh, AEW also announced two live TV events. We know they are debuting in, uh, excuse me, in Washington, D.C. in the first week of October. The next week, October 9th, they'll actually be in Boston, Mass. And then the next week on October 16th, that Wednesday, they will be in Philadelphia. As long as my daughter and I can get tickets before they sell out, which they do, we will be in Philly for AEW's third live TV taping. And uh, we'll bring you to, excuse me, you peeps the scoop, of course. Uh, Brandy Rhodes dropped episode 15 of her YouTube show, A Shot of Brandy. That's a show when she drinks alcohol and while they make a cool alcoholic drink. She always has a guest star. This week's episode, their guest star was Glacier from WCW. Uh, also, I have been reporting John Moxley has been kicking ass over in New Japan in the G1 tournament. He could have won the whole thing his last match, but he was beaten, which would have happened because they can't have him win the whole thing right away like that and end it early. Uh, I figured he would not win at all because he signed with AEW and TV starts soon. But come to find out, he could win it and he could become champ there someday. Because John Moxley revealed himself that his AEW contract does not prevent him from working with New Japan moving forward, which is very interesting to me. Tony Khan's the man. Uh, MJF is stirring up the pot again. This time he got into a Twitter feud with Boston Celtics player. I'm not a huge sports fan. I watch football, my Eagles, that's really it, besides wrestling, so I don't want to butcher this guy's name, but it's Enos or Ennis, I assume Enos Kantar from the Boston Celtics. Kantar legit wants to become a pro wrestler. He even wrestles on the side. He posted a tweet with him giving another wrestler a diamond cutter. MJF seen this on Twitter, and uh, since they're going to be in Boston, you know what I mean, for their second show, he replied to, uh, excuse me, Cantor's tweet by saying, cool, let's go to the most overhyped city in the world. Speaking over overhyped at Cantor, he was talking to him, I saw you playing wrestler on my feed. How about you stick to playing with your little balls and leave the wrestling to the pros? Or show up, show up October 9th and I can bounce your ass out. So you know he's going to be on the show and they're going to have a little thing. I love me some MJF. He is definitely the bomb heel and the heel of AEW. Whenever there's beef to be had and all that, he's going to be their guy to call. So that's going to be fucking awesome. All right, let's get to WWE real quick. Uh, before the predictions, I'm not going to rehash Raw SmackDown too much. You peeps must have seen it already or caught the highlights. If not, you can catch them on our Twitter and Facebook. Uh, touch a couple spots real quick. The biggest thing for me is that Goldberg actually returned, and he will be fighting my dog, Dolph Ziggler, at SummerSlam. Now, we know, unless Goldberg shits the bed majorly like he did with the match with Taker a few months back, Vince is going to let him win to redeem himself. If he gets in that ring and he looks walks around like a fool, like he's never wrestled again, then Dolph will come out the winner. Uh, also, there have been there is new women's tag team champions, which is a huge surprise for me. Your new tag team women champs are Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. What's even stranger to me is is that they don't have a match for SummerSlam. Uh, Alistair Black and Sammy Callahan actually had their match on SmackDown. Black pulled out the win, uh, and the reason for the match not being on SummerSlam and being on SmackDown, because once again, Vince McMahon rewrote SmackDown two hours this time before it went on air, and at the end when he was done, they had an hour to fill, so they decided to put Alistair Black and Sammy in that spot, which was a great waste of a match if you ask me. 
Uh, also, Roman Reigns went after Buddy Murphy this week. Murphy blamed Eric Rowan. He said he's responsible for making Murphy do the attacks, and Rowan's been doing attacks. But they did not say that if, uh, excuse me, Roman will fight Owen at uh, Rowan. If Roman will fight Rowan at SummerSlam, if he'll fight Brian, both of them, or neither. Because from what I hear, they plan to continue that lame storyline. All right, let's get to some predictions. That's what you guys are here for, right? First, we do have the NXT TakeOver Toronto predictions. All right. Uh, I believe what's going to be on a pre-show of the first match, we'll start with the NXT Breakout Tournament Finals. We do have Jordan Miles and Cameron Grimes. Now, if you guys are NXT fans, you've been watching every week, and you know who those guys are. They need ex no explanation. If not, there's no use of me, too, because you don't know who they are anyway. But my pick is going to be Cameron Grimes. We then have Candice LeRae, a.k.a. Mrs. Johnny Gargano, and a new, a Japanese star Io Cherie. Like I've been saying, I love EO's new gimmick, how she's all evil, all black, all sexy. I hated her old gimmick. I think she's awesome. But I And I also, too, with these predictions, like I said in my past show, in case you're new, I'm not going to pick who I really think is going to win. I pick who I like my favorite. I mean, like, who like the who the majority of the crowd's going to win or who's supposed to win. I pick who I like. And I love heels. I love bad guys. So a lot of my picks are going to be for people who shouldn't win at all, people I really think should have it, and it's not going to be popular. I'm not in a contest here. I just like to give you guys my views so you can compare with it. But for that match, I'm giving it to Io Shiri, even though I believe WWE NXT is going to let Candice win. But my pick is for Io. We also have the NXT Tag Team Championship match, which is the Street Profits versus Undisputed's Bobby Fish and Kyla O'Reilly. I'm going with the Street Profits. Uh, we have the North American Championship match, which is a triple threat. It's the Velveteen Dream versus Pete Dunn, the Bruiserweight, versus Roderick Strong. Now, I think Pete, I mean, Velveteen Dream's definitely going to retain it, but my pick is Roderick Strong. I'm a huge Roderick Strong mark. If you only know him from WWE, you got to go online and watch him in Ring of Honor and everywhere else. That guy is a machine like I always pump him up to be, and he's a friggin' beast, man. Roddy needs a belt and a good championship run, like I always say. But my pick for that is Roderick Strong. Uh, we also have the NXT Women's Championship match, which is put between the current champ, Shayna Baszler, and Mia Yim. Now, I know Baszler's going to get called up. She's got to get called up after SummerSlam. It's just a, it's a given. Uh, what you call it, she's been an amazing champ. I didn't like her at first. I don't think anybody did, but she's been gone up and beyond. She's a fighting champion. She's vicious. I think she will lose the belt, though, if not now, like a week or two later or the next month because she will be getting a call-up. It just sucks to me that they're actually going to let me again do it. There are many, many other women on that roster who are way better and worked harder, like Bianca Belair, for example, who should be the one to champion. But I'm going to go with Baszler. And then we do have the NXT Championship match. It is a two out of three falls match with the challenger, Johnny Gargano, versus my dog, Adam Cole, Bebe. Uh, each of them got to pick one step of stipulation, and then the third fall, if it gets to that, which we know it will, will be picked by NXT manager William Regal. So the first match was picked by Adam Cole, and he picked the street fight. 
The second match was picked by Johnny Gargano, and he picked a straight-up wrestling match. And the third match, which we'll go to, will be by William Ringo, Regal, and my pick is, of course, Adam Cole, baby. But he will be getting called up soon, too, so maybe they'll get Gargano to want it, win it, who knows. But I have a feeling that Ciampa's coming back, baby. Tom, Tom, Thomas Ciampa is going to come back at TakeOver. Uh, but my pick is Adam Cole, but he will be getting called up also. Uh, real quick, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we'll do the SummerSlam predictions for the big show on Sunday. Uh, we'll cover some news from around the world, more WWE news, NWA, NWA news, what have you. And uh, just definitely stay tuned with us. Remember, like, share, subscribe, all our major social media outlets. Please show us some love. Uh, some of the sources that we do get our news from in re online and in print are the Wrestling Observer, PW Insider, Fightful.com, Wrestle Talk, Cultaholic, Sean's View, Ringside News, Pro Wrestling Sheet, WWFOldSchool.com, BodySlam.net, and Sam Roberts, just to name a few. All right, it's the AEW Insider. We got to pay some bills, and we'll be back with the SummerSlam predictions. All right, peeps, thank you for coming back and joining us with the AEW Insider. Let's get to your SummerSlam predictions. Uh, we do have. 205 Live and Cruiserweight Champ Drew Gulak, excuse me, Gulak, listen to me, he's one of my favorites, don't mind me, versus Oni Lochran. Gulak just got the belt. He waited too long to get it. He's not getting called up yet, even though he should. The guy is a beast. And uh, he will retain, of course. But it's very, very cool that Oni Larkin gets another chance to shine. I know we got another big major match a while ago besides doing a tag team, but that guy's a talent. He just has no look. That's what it is. He just looks so plain and all that. I don't know how far he's ever going to go, but Drew Gulak is my pick to win. Uh, we do have Goldberg versus my dog, Dolph Ziggler. Now, like I said earlier, it all depends on the match, because Vince in the back can change the match anytime he wants. He tells the ref, ref blah, who's going over, blah, blah, blah. If Goldberg puts on an above-average showing, he's doing good. He doesn't smack his head off the turnbuckle and be out of it again like he was before. He will win. If he looks like he's never wrestled before and he's in there tripping over his own feet, Dolph Ziggler will win. As you know, though, my top three wrestlers right now are Dolph Ziggler, Sammy Callahan, and I had my third. It already slipped my mind. I talked about him earlier, though. Oh, MJF, I apologize, but I told you I love the heels. My pick is Dolph Ziggler. Uh, we do have Trish Stratus versus Charlotte Flair. See, this isn't for the women's belt or anything like that. They're in Canada. That's why they had this match. This match isn't going to go any further than this. It just is a one-off. And I got to go with Trish. I think they're going to give it to Trish because if Charlotte loses, it doesn't affect her good or bad in any way. Uh, we do have AJ Styles versus King Ricochet. I picked King Ricochet. I wanted him to have the belt back. I mean, he was. I know he's so happy that he got that belt, and he barely had it for what three weeks. And um, I don't think he's gonna win though, because AJ Styles and the club right now are getting a proper push, which they should, since they're some of the biggest stars in New Japan when they were there. And I don't think they're gonna take the belt away from AJ just yet, even though he doesn't fucking need the thing. That's what pisses me off. But they all three of them look good when they got their gold together. So I think WWE will have AJ Styles win, but I want Ricochet to get his belt back. So that's what I'm going with. We then have Finn Balor versus The Fiend. 
Now in this match, unless they're saving it for WrestleMania, Finn Balor, of course, should be the demon. But Vince did make a very conscious and smart decision, like last year, year and a half ago, that you can't have Finn come out all the time as the demon, because then it's not special. That's why you only see Finn Balor as the demon at special events. But to me, this is the second biggest pay-per-view of the year. It is SummerSlam, and he's going against The Fiend. So if he doesn't come out as uh, uh, the demon, then he's, I mean, even if he does, he's going to lose. The Fiend's going to win. There's no doubt about it. But this one, they could have him just beat Balor, and then their next match, which I hope they wait a while, they'll do it next pay-per-view because they're jerk-offs, will be the demon versus The Fiend. But there's no way The Fiend, Bray Wyatt's going to lose when, on a, a hot streak he's on right now, and he hasn't even wrestled. Just his momentum's going. That gimmick is so over. We also have Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. I gotta go with KO, baby. Shane McMahon, we're sick of him and all that, but I love Shane McMahon. I love the heels, Drew McIntyre, but they always win, what have you. So I gotta go with KO. Uh, we also have SmackDown's Women's Championship, which is Bailey versus Ember Moon. I gotta pick Bailey, of course, even though I would like Ember Moon to win, but I'm going with Bailey regardless. It's not Ember's time. I think she needs a new gimmick because hers is over, even though it's cool. And uh, I think, well, I say it all the time, I think. I say it every pay per view, but Sasha Banks, when's her return? It's gotta be soon. It's SummerSlam. The boss is coming back, and if so, the boss could make Bailey lose that belt, or they're gonna be fighting for it, so we'll have to stay tuned Sunday. Uh, we also have the WWE Championship match, which is Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton. Uh, I don't like Kofi's run that he's had. I don't like him as a champion. I think it's stupid. I like Kofi as a wrestler. But if Randy Orton doesn't need the belt, and he's not going to take the belt off of Kofi. I don't know who is, but it's not going to be Orton. So I'm going with Kofi to retain his title. We do have the women's match, which is Becky Lynch versus Natalya for the Raw's Women's Championship submission match. I'm going with Natalya. Becky Lynch just has that belt since Mania. She lost her second belt, and her momentum's been in the toilet, like big time. And uh, Natalya will be in Canada. They don't have to have that pop because they're already going to have the pop having Trish beat Charlotte. That's one of the main reasons why they will. But I'm going to go with Natalya, even though Becky might retain. And then we do have the WWE Universal Championship match, which is the Beast Brock Lesnar versus Burn It Down Seth Rollins. My pick, Brock Lesnar. People get sick of him. I got sick of him being champ and not showing up. But when he actually came and he won and he took that belt, I loved it. And what he's been doing to Seth the last couple of weeks, I love. I'm going with Brock Lesnar. So those are the predictions for TakeOver and SummerSlam. Now we're going to get in some WWE news and some NWA news real quick. Uh, Bray Wyatt, not The Fiend, Bray Wyatt did apologize to Kurt Angle on Twitter for attacking him on Raw, which is ridiculous, but I love it. Like I said, I love this whole Fiend gimmick. Uh, it has been announced that next year SummerSlam will be in Boston, baby, which is kick-ass. It's not too far from us, but I doubt we'll go. We've been to like four or five SummerSlams already, three WrestleManias. We could go to WrestleMania next summer, but instead, I mean April, but instead we're going to go to Universal. But, uh, you know, uh, what you call it. But it's awesome. You never know, though. We could go. You don't know. But that's awesome that WWE is bringing it back to the States. I love that. Uh, WWE Stone Cold Steve Austin has been making the rounds everywhere this week. He's been, uh, what you call, promoting his show. It comes on right after all, like they always do with his show, so he can catch that overflow. And uh, it's called Straight Up with Steve Austin. It's an interview show where he interviews interesting people while doing interesting things. It debuts on the uh, USA Network, like I said, August 12th, following Monday Night Raw. And he's been everywhere. Busted Open Radio, Sam Rock. 
Roberts. I mean, everywhere Stone Cold has been promoting this. So definitely check it out, check it out and support the Rattlesnake. Uh, Matt Riddle has been taking serious heat over his comments. Like I've been reporting what he's been saying about Goldberg. Him and Jericho have been going back and forth on Twitter like crazy. It's hilarious, too. you got to check it out on our social media accounts. Uh, Riddle told him after they, a few exchanges that, bro, I will fuck you up. You were nothing, Jericho. You were soft. I will kick your ass. Then the, uh, Booker T got into it somehow, too. But Riddle said he has no problem with Booker T whatsoever. He doesn't want to beef with him. And if he, Riddle says that Booker T has seen him his last couple matches in the ring, he knows he can hold his own, blah, blah, blah. So it's freaking crazy, though. But, yo, you got to see the exchanges between Riddle and Jericho. It's nuts. WWE put out a three-part documentary about my boy, Thomas Ciampa. It is excellent. It highlights his career, his injuries, recovery. It's a must-watch. Ciampa's the man, and let's hope he's back to fuck up Gargano's day on Saturday at TakeOver. We'll have to see. Uh, Ex-WWE star Big Cass, who's now known as Kaz XL, did, a, did an interview on Wrestling Radio, and he discussed his recovery from a while back until now. You know, he was at um, House of Hardcore, Tommy Dreamer's event, like in an autograph section. He passed out, went into convulsions. He gained a ton of weights and all that. Now he posted a pic of his old self, not even like a year and a half ago till now. He's got a six-pack. He's ripped. His mind's back. His body's back. Big uh, Kaz XL is ready to go. And he does thank two people. I forget the first guy's name. And DDP, of course. <clears throat> Anybody Diamond Dallas Page touches, a.k.a. helps, they're good to go. So, man, that's good, good stuff, Big Cass. We wish you the best here at the AEW Insider. And we will see you next Sunday at Northeast Wrestling's Wrestling Under the Star in Music, Pennsylvania. Tickets are still on sale. Definitely grab some now. Uh, it has been leaked by Brad Shepard that Vince McMahon does not care for the Viking Raiders, Sarah Logan, Ruby Riot or the Lucha House Party. It's pretty, pretty fucked up, man. I think uh, Ruby Riot is a huge talent, but I could do without the rest. I have to agree. Uh, NWA president, owner, CEO, what have you, Billy Corgan, uh, announced that it will start running TV tapings again. It's starting the same week that SmackDown uh, premieres on Fox and that AEW premieres on TNT, their new homes. It will take place in Atlanta, Georgia. It's for two days. It's on September 30th and October 1st. So that's a kickoff again to their TV tapings, which is definitely very cool. Uh, tomorrow night, we will be attending High Intensity 8 in Jamaica, New York. I will have coverage and footage of the show. Some stars who will be there are the Young Bucks and maybe their last independent showing before AEW starts. Also, Impact star Rich Swan and Impact's LAX. LAX was there last summer, too, and they were awesome. Uh, it should be a great show. And next Sunday, we will, like I said, be at Wrestling Under the Stars in Moosey, Pennsylvania. People at that show are going to be like Enzo and Kaz XL, John Moxley, and more. So, uh, what you call it? I already have my Fuck Joey Janela sign all done up for Enzo. So, I'm hoping he takes a picture of me with the Fuck Joey Janela sign. And we can give the fingers to the cameras. So, we'll see if he will. If so, I'll definitely check it out. But check out coverage of both of those. High Intensity 8 and Wrestling Under the Stars on all our social media outlets. Uh, my dog Chris Van Vliet did a uh, great sit down with ex-WWE writer and indie star, a.k.a. 
man of many hats, Jimmy Jacobs. Jimmy J Jacobs goes over the pick that he took with the elite that got him fired from a writer's job at WWE, his drug use, and more. Check it out. Also, Chris Van Vliet did a sit-down interview with Impact Champion Brian Cage, so that's awesome. Uh, definitely, like I said, we're going to be covering those two live events and all that, so stay tuned. This week, I don't know when they'll be out, but I will do a prediction YouTube video show plus a news show. I will do a results show, a podcast, and a YouTube show, and I'll also do the movie show sometime this week. So definitely, please, like, share, subscribe, show us some love, tell your friends about it, tell your mother. It's the AEW Insider one on Twitter and the AEW Insider on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, like I said, please just show us some love. Uh, definitely check out the 570 Sports Show on Facebook. And definitely check out Jabber Jabber Wrestling Universe on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube if you want any all WWE. So I'll be back this week. It'll just be all on YouTube. So like and subscribe, please. And we'll be back next week with a new podcast and with the, uh, what you call, result shows Saturday. I'll save both result show for Sunday night after TakeOver. All right. I mean, after SummerSlam. But anyway, I'm rambling on now. So as always, I'm your host, Lee Benz. I love doing this for you guys. We'll be back with some great, great coverage and news. As always, it's the AEW Insider. And ciao, peeps.